and welcome to the Horizon Church podcast. Horizon Church is a Christ-centered, word-based and spirit-led church. We are so happy to bring this week's message to you. And on behalf of our pastors, Brad and Ali Bonhomme and the Horizon Church team, we pray it's a blessing to you. Today, I want to share a really quick thought on the art of waiting. The art of waiting. The art of waiting. Why is waiting so important? Well, in fact, I'm going to show you a photo as proof as to what waiting can do in your life. This is actually how I met uh, my wife back at the, there you go. All right, easy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I can hear the mocking in your laugh. Thank you. It's at times like this where I just like to say, you know what, let's just praise Jesus for puberty. You know what I'm saying? Like, you are a good, good father. It's who you are. Um, Anyway, look, look, talk about waiting. I, I'm here to tell you that there is hope for your life. Like if you can look at that photo, you know that there is a plan and a purpose for every person, for every soul, that God has good things for you, for those who wait. Literally, we were best friends in high school. We can please take that down as well. That'll be, that'll be helpful. And um, literally been best friends since high school. And we waited and uh, as we waited, started dating after school, got married at 22, and now here we are, 32. God's been so good to us. It's the favour of God, the goodness of God. We are blessed. The art of waiting. You know, in fact, this time, 2,000 years ago, you know, we've just celebrated Easter. What would have happened was the disciples would have seen Jesus crucified. They would have seen Him rise again. And Jesus, as He rose again and just before He ascended, He said, go to Jerusalem and wait there for the gift my Father will give you. And so 2,000 years ago, a group of disciples, apostles and leaders are in a season of waiting. They're in a season of waiting. They are waiting for something. They're there praying, they're seeking God and they're waiting for God to move. And so here we are 2,000 years later and I believe that we've lost the art of waiting. I don't know about you, if you remember the days, I like to call them the video easy days. Who remembers video easy? Come on, hands up, a show of hands, video easy. My goodness, if you wanted a video, if you wanted a DVD, you'd have to go to the store, you'd have to go through and find it. You look at like alphabetically, go, well, sections and then alphabets and you're kind of finding it and you find out it's gone. So you now have to put your name on a waiting list and wait for two weeks so that the notebook can be available. You know what I'm saying? Now that's just me personally, right? But you, 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 we had to wait. You couldn't just, now today, I just want to watch whatever I want. I just go straight to Netflix. I go straight to Prime. I go straight to Apple Video. I just do whatever I want. I can get it right here, right now. Today, you can jump on Spotify. You can jump on Apple Music and get music just like that. Back in my day, we had LimeWire. Yes, this is pre-Jesus, okay? I'm saying it. I'm, shout out to LimeWire. I mean, you would have to download songs and it would take you a day to download a song. Can you remember Nelly and Kelly Dilemma? Anyone know what song I'm talking I'm in the Shire, sorry, okay. Um, sorry, sorry. Coldplay, yellow. Yellow? It was all yellow, right? You know what song I'm talking about now? Okay, yeah. When these songs would come out, it would take forever to download a song just to get it onto your computer. In fact, you would click download on the song. You would have to go, you wouldn't just sit and wait. No, you would go off, you'd cook your five course meal for dinner. 
You'd cook it, you'd prepare it, you'd eat it, and then you'd come back, and by the time you come back, the song is finally downloaded. Anyone know what I'm talking about today? Who remembers the days of dial-up? Yes, dial-up. You couldn't just get on the internet. No, no. No, it was much harder than that. Beep, boop, 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 beep, boop. Right? Dial up. That's how you get on the internet. Today I just got it in my phone. Boom, right there. And we hate cues. We hate waiting. If I want food right now, I Uber eats it to me. I'm not gonna wait. I'm not gonna wait. I'm at Disneyland. You think I'm gonna wait in the queue? No way, man. Fast pass. We, we today are all about getting it here, right here, right now. In fact, the, the message of the world is convenience while the message of the gospel is commitment. Two very, very different things. And so we see story after story in the Word about waiting, waiting for God, waiting in God's timing, waiting for God to bring the fruition, waiting for God's plan to unfold. But we are so used to right here, right now, move it, right? We want it all here, right now, right fast, in my hands, immediately. I just wonder if we've lost the art of waiting. The truth is this, when when I would download those songs, I would treasure them. I would like listen to those songs maybe six, seven, eight, nine times every day. Just listen to it, the same song over and over again. You know how these days you listen to a song, skip, I'm just over it, 10 seconds, skip, next song, over it. I would listen to that song because I downloaded it, it's on my computer and you savour it. It's because of this truth. It's that anything worth having is worth waiting for. Anything worth pursuing is worth having. And I just wonder if in today's day and age, we've, we've lost the value of faith, we've lost the value of Scripture, we've lost the value of worship, we've lost the value of God because we want everything right here, right now. We want everything immediate. But God's message to us is, would you wait on me? Would you wait for me? Would you wait on me? Would you wait in my presence? When you open up the Word in the morning, would you wait on me? I believe that God wants to restore a generation that waits on Him. A generation that seeks God. A generation that's passionate about God. A generation that's passionate about the Word. A generation that wants to wait and stay and seek in the presence of God. Are you with me today? It's in the waiting that we find purpose. It's in the waiting that we find peace. It's in the waiting that we find joy. It's in the waiting. So today I wanna share a thought on waiting. We're going to go to Isaiah chapter 40, verse 30. We're going to look at this verse. We're going to park here. And I just pray that this verse speaks to your life. These literally, these, these two verses, I'm just going to park in this. We're going to unpack it and let God speak to us. Is that okay? Can we do that today? Oh, I'm going to do something. Here we go. Oh, you guys don't do it. Okay, great. Mm. You tricked me. You had me. Okay. I thought it was when I picked it up, but it's when it goes con- consuming. Got you. Okay. Yeah, 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 okay. I'm just gonna commit to a dry mouth for the whole service. I'm joking, I can't do that. Ah, gotcha. Isaiah 40, verse 30. We're gonna read this together. Even the youth, youth shall faint and be weary and the young men shall utterly fall. Utterly. That's a Sri Lankan kind of word, you know what I mean? Like my parents, that's how they would talk. Sri Lankan, I'm Sri Lankan background. 
my parents, everything. It's just utterly. Jason, you are utterly confusing. That's, that's how, that's how, <laughs> utterly, utterly. That's how I know Jesus was a Sri Lankan. He uses language like that, utterly. Actually, no, no, no. You know how I know Jesus was Sri Lankan? It's because he would invite himself to people's houses. That's <laughs> utterly. I'm joking. Jesus is not a Sri Lankan. You can send your message to Pastor Brad uh, at hd.church. Is that what it is? I don't know. I hope it is. Okay. <laughs> Just send it to that email. All right. Even the youth shall faint and be weary and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who, come on, say this with me, those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. We're gonna look at this one word, wait. And as we look at this, I know I've got Con in the building. He's gonna correct my Greek, but I'm gonna go Greek on this man. I mean, in fact, I'm gonna go Hebrew on this man too. And we're gonna look at this word, wait, and see what God speaks to us about. Is that okay? Here's this word, wait. In the Hebrew, the word is kavah. Everyone say kavah. If you're online, go ahead and put kavah in the chat. Good luck in spelling it. Kavah, wait, the word Hebrew for wait is kavah. You know what that word means? That word actually means to bind together. So those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. What the Scripture is saying here in the original Hebrew is saying, those who bind themselves together with God shall renew their strength. So to bind together, those who bind themselves to God, those who attach themselves to God, those who lock themselves into God, those who press into God, those who seek God, those who bind themselves to God shall renew their strength. I want you to catch what I'm saying here. Waiting is not about doing as little as you can. Waiting is about pressing into God as much as you can. We think that waiting is, I'm just gonna sit back and wait. I'm just gonna let God do His thing. No, no, but waiting here is saying, bind yourself to God. Bind yourself in Him. Press into God. Bind yourself in. Binding is, is this, this picture of, of God, I'm pressing into you. In, in fact, this, this, this passage, the, the, the word to bind together, the, the concept of it comes from, from a rope. So this word, the, the Hebrews, when they would make ropes, they would grab thousands and thousands of pieces of fabric and they would bind them together. That's the word kavah. They would kavah, they would bind the fabric together. And so we have this sense of strength, something being strengthened, something being put together. So the strengthening, the renewing of the strength that God's talking about in this passage is saying, if you would attach yourself to me, if you would bind yourself to me, if you would press into me, if you would come, if you would wait on me, if you would kavah with me, you would renew your strength. And we find this rope that's unbreakable. We find this rope that's strong. And our strength, the renewed strength, comes from our ability to bind to God. I want you to catch what I'm saying today. Here's the first point I want to make to you today. To wait is to seek. To wait is to seek. It's not just to wait for something to happen. No, it's to press into God. It's to say, God, I'm coming after you. God, I'm pressing into you. God, I'm binding in together to you. As we bind ourselves to God, we become the strong, unbreakable rope. And I want to say today, we have so many people that have shaky foundations. Everyone's shook. Oh, I'm shook, man. 
Someone says something on Facebook, oh man, I'm shook. I'm shook. I'm, and people are shook about their jobs. People are shook about faith. Let's, can we talk real? Is that okay? I know it's Sunday morning, but come on, let's get real for a second, right? People COVID during COVID. Like all, these, all these people that like, they were at church coming in, leaning in, and now COVID happens. Like, oh, I don't even know about Is God real anymore? Shook. Let, let, let's bring it back. If we are to have an unshakable faith, if we're to have an unbreakable faith, if we're to have something that's held together, something that's strong, can I tell you, it comes down to our ability to seek Him. Yeah. The moment we stop seeking, the moment we stop pressing in, the moment we stop leaning into God is the moment that the foundations start to get a bit shaky. Things start to get a bit wobbly. Things start to get a bit fearful. I start to get a little bit anxious. Why? Because I'm not bound in together with God. Yeah. To wait is to seek Him. We need a generation that would seek Him, young and old, male and female, that we would seek God, that we would bind together with Him. Can I get an amen in this place? In Matthew 7, verse 7, the Bible says, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. Catch this. The one who seeks, finds. The answers that you're looking for are found in God. If you would seek Him, if you would press into Him, you would find what you're looking for. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Bind in. Kavar in. Wait on God. He will renew your strength. Remember that game, hide and seek? No? We don't play that down in the Shire? Okay, I'll try this side. Do we know what hide and seek is? Thank God. All right, I'll talk to you guys. Um, okay, so hide and seek. Actually, I should explain it to you. Hide and seek is a game where you have a, a bunch of hiders and people just scatter and they go and hide behind different things, like hiding behind pulpits, right? Because I'm so skinny, right? <laughs> okay, don't laugh. All right, I'm trying. I'm, I'm working on it, all right? They're hiding behind things. And then the seeker counts down from 10. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, Five, four, three, two, one. Ready or not? Come on, finish it with me. Here I. Okay, there we go. All right, we've done this before. And they run out and they try to find and, and they leave no stone unturned. They look under rocks. They look behind trees. They look under the house. They look in closets and cabinets and wardrobes and cupboards. Try to find everyone. Anyone know what I'm talking about? Let me tell you how the game's not played. Five, four, three, two, one. Ready or not? Here I come. Can't find you. Okay, bye everybody. That's not how hide and seek works. Requires hiders and requires seekers. Can I tell you, that just then, that's a picture of some of our faith today. <laughs> we open up our Word and we go, God, I want you to speak. God, I want you to move. Okay, we'll see you later. Yeah, I really didn't get too much from my devotions this morning. <laughs> we come to church lift our hands, we listen to a bunch of songs and we're hoping that God would have this encounter moment with us, but God is actually waiting on you to seek Him. God is waiting on you to press into Him. God is waiting for you to wait on Him, to kavar with Him, to bind in with Him. You catching what I'm saying today? Some of us think, why aren't I hearing from God? Why do I feel so dry? Why do I feel so distant? Can I ask you, when was the last time you seeked Him? When was the last time you pressed into God? When was the last time that you pursued Him? You know what I found? I found that sometimes there are things in life that God will only reveal if you're willing to dig. Yeah. 
when you dig, when you seek, when you press in. And we wonder why we have shallow revelation. But maybe shallow revelation is a result of shallow relationship. Our relationship with Jesus is, is shallow, but we want God to speak to us. We want God to speak to us about our business. We want God to speak to us about our family. We want God to speak to us about our lives, about our future, about our purpose, but we aren't willing to dig a little bit deeper. To wait is to seek. It's to press in. Just constantly following our feelings. I'm just, I just feel God. We're wondering why things are shaking, why things are, why we're nervous, why we're so filled with anxiety. If we would bind in together with God, if we would press into Him, maybe we wouldn't have shaky foundations. We have shaky foundations because we, we follow our feelings. I feel upset, so I'm going to say this on Facebook. I feel angry, so I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, uh. I, I feel this, so I'm going to get angry about this. Or I feel that in a relationship, so I'm not going to talk to them anymore. And we, we follow our feelings. I, I came to tell you, stop following your feelings. Follow Jesus. Stop following your dreams. Follow Jesus. He will give you the desires of your heart. If you would just follow Him, stop following the advice of your friends, follow Jesus. I can promise you, He's got some better advice on relationships than your friend does. I'm, I'm just saying, follow Jesus. If you would put your trust in Him, if you would bind together with Him. Number one, to wait is to seek. Are you ready for the second one? In Hebrew, that same word, kavah, has another meaning. It also means to wait on. So number one, it means, it, it means to bind together, but the second meaning means to wait on. Now, I want you to read it. Even the youth shall faint and be weary and the young men shall utterly fall, but those who wait on. Everyone say on. on. Come on, say it like you mean it. Say on. on. Those who wait on the Lord. Now, now catch, catch what's going on here. It didn't say wait for the Lord. It said wait on the Lord. So number one, to wait is to seek, but number two, to wait is to serve. To wait is to seek, to bind together, but to wait is also to serve. You know that there's a big difference between waiting for and waiting on. Big difference between waiting for and waiting on. Can I take you to one of the finest establishments in the Sutherland Shire? Mackey D's, right? McDonald's. Have you ever been to McDonald's? Yes, hands up. Who's been to McDonald's before? Okay, uh, hands up all the liars here. Okay. <laughs> McDonald's, right? When you go to McDonald's, you'd walk in, you'd give them your order. The lovely person at the counter will give you a ticket. And what you do is you take it and then you wait. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. You wait for your food. Is this what McDonald's looks like down here? Okay, all right. <laughs> Just double checking. And so you're waiting there. And I don't know if you've ever looked around while everyone's waiting for their food. It looks quite chill. You know what I'm saying? Everyone's just relaxed. No one's stressing out. People just crushing a little bit of candy. Just scrolling through Instagram, scrolling through Facebook, just chilled, relaxed. Everything's just calm. It's nice. It's chill. On the other side, it's crazy. It's like a bomb's gone off. There's burgers sizzling. There's nuggets frying. Chips are cooking, things are beeping, cups are being poured. No, you don't pour a cup, but things are being poured into cups. I mean, ice cream is being, I, I don't even know what that action is. It's being 
poker machined out. I, I don't know, it's being vended out. Like, like things are happening, there's sounds, there's people are, are screaming and ordering and yelling and drive-throughs going off and so things are crazy. What's interesting is that on this side of the counter, I'm waiting for my food. On the other side of the counter, they're waiting on me. Yeah, yeah. Here's what I'm trying to tell you. Waiting looks very different. It just depends on what side of the counter you're on. Yeah. My question to you is what side of the counter are you on? Because we, we, we treat God like we just ordered at Macca's. Yeah. Hey, God, I ordered this. I'm just waiting for you. Is this true? Yeah. Oh, God, I'm just waiting for the miracle. Yeah. I'm waiting for the promotion. God, I'm, I, I'm waiting for your word. I'm waiting for that relationship. God, I'm waiting for my boyfriend. I'm just waiting. Just waiting at church in the foyer for my boyfriend. I'm just waiting, I'm waiting for that baby, that promise. I'm waiting for that thing, I'm waiting for God. And we spend our whole lives waiting for God when God's trying to tell you, no, no, don't wait for me, wait on me. <laughs> wait on me, be expectant. Let, let, let's shift it, let's go from McDonald's up, up a few levels, right? If you go to a five-star restaurant, you walk in and the waiter who's waiting on us, he says, hey, Jace, what can I get for you? As soon as he sees my drink come down a little bit, he just Pause a little bit in. Can I just say, if you're a waiter, don't do that. It's just gross. I don't like my like, like medium, medium kind of temperature water mixed with cold water. It just makes it extra medium. You know. I mean? Anyway, that's just a side point. Uh, the, the point is this. The waiter is waiting on me. What do you need? What can I get you? Are you happy with the meal? Are you happy with They're constantly waiting on? God's trying to say to us, would you wait on me? Would you serve me? Would you be expectant? When you come into this room, would you hunger after me? That is what waiting looks like. It's not saying, God, I'm just waiting for a miracle. I'm waiting for something. God, I'm waiting for an answer. No, God's saying, wait on me. Be expectant. Be hungry. Be hungry. Because as we wait on God, as we step into His presence, that's where we find peace. That's where we find joy. That's where we find grace. That's where we find mercy. It's when we wait on Him. Greek, con. He's not in the room. Fantastic. <laughs> to wait in Greek is the word meno. Meno. And what that means in the Greek, which is the New Testament translation of it, is meno means to abide. Can I go a bit old school? It means to tarry. It means to last. It means to endure. To endure. To tarry. To abide. To last. Number one, to wait is to seek. Number two, to wait is to serve. But number three, to wait is to stay. To wait is to stay. It's to stay in the presence of God. It's to abide in the presence of God. It's to live in the presence of God. It's to tarry, it's to endure, it's to push through. <laughs> to wait is to stay. If I can get the team up to join me. John 15 verse five, can I go old school, New King James Version? Bible says this, I'm the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit for without me, you can do nothing. If you would abide, catch it. If you were to wait, if you were to mean 
If you were to abide, tarry, he who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. How's that for a promise? Why is there no fruit in my life? My, my question is, why is there no presence in your life? He who abides in Him. You know that the presence of God is not just something that you visit on a Sunday. Do you know that you can live in His presence? You can abide in His presence. You can stay in His presence. That's what it means to wait. To wait means to abide. Not to, not to just visit. Not to just, you know, my parents will always say, hey, Jason, uh, can we come and swing by? We just swing by. I'm like, my, my parents live in the hills. I live in the city. And they're like, we'll just swing by. Like, it's a big swing, right? Uh, Jason, just come over and swing by. I'm like, mom, that's, uh, that's about an hour drive. It's okay, just swing by. And, and what we do is we, we just swing by the presence of God. We just swing by church. We just, we just swing by the, the atmosphere of faith. God wants you to live in His presence. He wants you to abide with Him. He wants you to stay with Him. He wants you to tarry. He wants you to endure. He wants you to last. That's what it means to wait. Because when we wait on Him, we live in Him. It's where we bear fruit. I don't mean this to sound crude, but so often we treat God like a one night stand just go and visit, we just pop over whenever we like to. But can I tell you that Jesus, it's, it's about commitment. It's a relationship. Something that grows and builds. Something we always say in our church is that Jesus is not a cheat meal. He's your daily bread. He's not something that oh, on Sunday, oh, I'm gonna break my fast, man. I'm gonna eat 4,000 calories for breakfast. Right? Jesus is not a cheat meal. He's your daily bread. He's the bread of life. He sustains us every morning, every day we pray, every day we worship, every day we read the Word. Why? Because that's the thing that sustains my life. That's the thing that gives me breath. That's the thing that gives me hope. That's the thing that gives me peace. That's the thing that gives me joy. That's the thing where I, when I'm in His presence, that's where I find the answer. Oh, if we would wait on God. To wait is to stay. To wait is to stay. Come on, can we just stand across this place? Just as I finish this up. You know, back in the day, I remember I was in high school, young and in love. Come on, we're all the people who are married in relationships, girlfriends, boyfriends, engaged, fiance. Could you just, just give me a little wave right where you are? Okay, cool. Remember those times, early days, back in the days, you'd be like nervous to call that person that you like? It's like, oh, do I call them? I don't know. I'm gonna call them. I'm the hangover. I remember back in high school, Katie and I would call. And, and back in those days, it was like the, the rotary phones, you know what I mean? Rotary phones or cord, cord phones. You gotta like stick to a wall and kind of like wrap it around. So you're having a private conversation, you know what I mean, in your bedroom. So we're having this phone call, Katie and I. I remember being on the phone with her and you're just hanging out, chatting. Can you, can you remember when you're, when you're on those phone calls and you're talking and there are just times where you just don't talk? Anyone know what I'm talking about? You just call them and they're just on the line but you just stay, like you just don't say anything. 
because you've run out of things to say. It's like, I'm just, just waiting on the line. And then you get to the end of the court. It's like, ah, okay. Now you, you hang up. No, 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 you hang up. No, no, you hang up. Okay, okay. how about we both hang up together? Oh, great idea. All right, five, four, three, two, one. Ah, we didn't hang up. Ah, we're so in love. Anyone know what I'm talking about? Was this just me? Okay, cool. And just because of that person, you would just stay on the line? I believe Jesus is trying to catch your attention today and just say to you, would you just stay on the line? Would you just wait? Would you just stay? Would you just stay on the line? I don't need to hear anything. We don't need to do anything. I just need you to just stay in my presence. I need you to just abide in my presence. I need you to just endure in my presence. I need you to just stay on the line. You know, in this room, I wanna pray for two groups of people. There's some of you in this place, you came here and you don't know who Jesus is. I'm talking about staying on the line. In fact, you're probably even offline and have a relationship with God. You don't know who Jesus is. But I wanna tell you, God loves you so much. He has a plan and a purpose for every person in this room. In fact, He sent His Son, Jesus, to die on a cross for you so that you would have everlasting life Bible says, for God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, that whoever would believe in Him, in Jesus, would have everlasting life, would not perish, but have everlasting life. Today, I wanna give you an opportunity. If you're you're here, maybe you're broken, you're hurting, and you're saying, I need Jesus. I need a Saviour. I need someone to do life with. I I need someone to walk with me. I I need to recognise God saved me from something. If that's you here today and you say, Jace, would you pray for me? I'll just love it if we could take a moment. Just why don't we just bow our heads, close our eyes across this place. And you say, I need to get my life right with God again. For some of you, you don't know who Jesus is. Maybe some of you, you were walking with God. And Jesus is saying, it's actually time to get back online. It's time to pick up the phone again. If that's you and you say, I need to make a decision. I need to pray a prayer to accept Jesus in my life. If that's you, I just want you to lift your hand right where you are. I would love to pray for you. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, just lift your hand right where you stand. Awesome. Anyone else that says, I need to pray this prayer and make Jesus the Lord and the Saviour of my life. Anyone else want to join my friend? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Anyone else say, I need to give my life to Jesus again. I need to get back online. Thank you, God. Awesome, we're gonna pray this prayer. I want you to repeat this after me. And for those of you who lifted your hands, I I want you to mean this from the depth of your soul. Maybe you didn't raise your hand and you were like, I wish I raised my hand. Well, we're gonna pray this prayer. And uh, this prayer just recognises that we're sinners, we've made mistakes, but today we're choosing to follow Him. So we're gonna pray this prayer. We're gonna repeat this all together. So let's do this. Father God, I thank You for sending Your Son, Jesus, to die on a cross for me. I recognise that I'm a sinner and I've made mistakes. But today, I turn to You. I thank You for Your love. Would You lead me? Would You walk with me? In Your mighty Name I pray. Come on, and everyone said, Amen. Amen. Come on, what do we celebrate? I think there was, I saw one hand, but anyone else that was You, let's celebrate them in this place. Amazing. Thanks for listening to this week's message.
For more info about Horizon Church, please visit our website at hz.church. Have a fantastic day and we hope to see you again soon.